Let's get back to sports. The Cowboys, they have been resting this offseason, looking to make a lot of noise. Not resting really at all. They've been resetting this offseason. They added Brandon Cooks to an offense that will be run by head coach Mike McCarthy. Now Dak is entering his fourth season with head coach Mike McCarthy, and he said, quote, the whole passing game is gonna be cleaner. Shady, here's the question I got for you, and this is really a question that impacts all of the sports world. Mike McCarthy... Super Bowl winning head coach. Hard to do. There aren't a lot of them. But Dak Prescott, $160 million yeah. quarterback, one of the faces of the National Football League, top three quarterback in the NFC. Who's under more pressure this year, McCarthy or Dak? It's got to be McCarthy. I mean, Dak cannot do no wrong. <laughs> no matter what game he blows and they lose, it don't matter. <laughs> That's the truth of it. I mean, he's playing in his third year of his fourth, his, his third year in his, in his fourth year of his contract, $160 million deal, right? Um, you know, they add players like Brandon Cooks to help the offense out. You got C.D. Lamb on the other side, all pro wide receiver, right? You got Tony Pollard in the backfield, a hell of a running back, pro bowl last year. Yeah. Um, and then on defense, they bring in uh, Stephon Gilmore. Mm-hmm. I talked to him uh, last week or yeah, last weekend. Um, he, he's all excited about the Dallas. But anyway, so you bring all these pieces. You bring Stephon Diggs to a really, really good defense, top five Gilmore, defense. Yep. Stephon Gilmore, yeah. So a top five defense. Mm. So I'm thinking like, man, if they don't win, who, who's going to get blamed? It can't be Dak. Because mm-hmm. we've seen time after time where Dak had let them down when they lost, and they find a way to escape out of it and blame somebody else. So it's back to my default. Yeah. So you should ask questions like, by default, I got to give it to Mike McCarthy. <laughs> I agree with you, but for different reasons. I think Mike McCarthy is under more pressure because who is Mike McCarthy is under way more fluctuation and way more flux than who's Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott is an above-average quarterback, not elite, not bad. He's above-average. But who's Mike McCarthy? We keep heralding him as a Super Bowl winner, which he is. Mm-hmm. But I always think, like, who are you without your best? Like, what's so fascinating about the Heat, and we'll talk about them a lot, Eric Spolstra, even without LeBron James and Dwayne Wade, has gone to the finals twice in the last four years. So it's not like he was exclusively dependent mm-hmm. upon LeBron James to get to the finals. But McCarthy without Aaron Rodgers, he ain't been all that. He wasn't all that. When Rodgers got hurt in 2013, Shady and I played against them, Scott Tolzien and Seneca Wallace. Seneca Wallace, yeah. I think the Packers won six or seven games. Fast forward to 2017, I believe it was. Brett Hundley takes over, starts nine games that season. Packers, once again, they win less than eight, less than nine games. Mm -hmm. So without Aaron Rodgers, I don't know who Mike McCarthy is. It's time for him to prove it to me. That's why, Joy, he's under more pressure because I think his reputation can move drastically more than Dak Prescott's. It's just, it's Jerry, though. Plus, we did see a little time without Dak Prescott this year. We did. Rush hour. It looked pretty good to me. They weren't too shabby. (laughs) It's just, it's hard to imagine Jerry making a big move. I'm, by default, also going to go with McCarthy because it's just, you know, it's easier to move off of coaches than it is off players. Now, that being said, if they don't extend Dak Prescott, his guaranteed money runs up after the season. Yeah. So if they decide to wait on that, they could technically move off of both of them at the end of the season. Now, to who and to what, I don't anticipate that happening. I think they'll extend him to spread the money out. But Jerry's a very loyal guy when it comes to coaches, even if he's not quite sure about McCarthy, which he's made quite public. Mm. It's just hard. He, I mean, he's stuck with Garrett forever. Yep. Oh, what, 10 years or so? He was the, was the head coach's... 10 years. He was with the organization for like 20. So Jerry's just not a guy that does that. Even with players, he's he's very loyal. So I I don't think either of them are actually like in the hot seat or have that much pressure. 
But if I have to pick one, I, I'll go with McCarthy. And they moved off of Kellen Moore, and he's calling plays now. The last time he, he called plays, excuse me, they were 8, 11, and 1 his last 20 games, and that was with Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. So there is a little bit more of space to pin blame on Mike McCarthy now that he has taken over that role. But it's still Jerry. So there's who will have more pressure, and then there's who should mm. have more pressure. Okay, okay. And to me, the more interesting one is who should. And it's Dak Prescott. To your point, I, I hear you about what Mike did and didn't do. And the, the general feeling is the Green Bay Packers and Mike didn't do enough with Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Right. Yep. But I'm looking at what he did with Cooper Rush, small sample size, five and one with the Dallas Cowboys over the last two years. A very strong case could be made that the combination of the contract and Dak's inability to close the deal in certain situations is what has hamstrung the Dallas Cowboys from going to the next step. Mm -hmm. And so the quarterback is just, I, I think, and I, we can look at what Sean Payton is and was with the New Orleans Saints, his ability to get the most out of every quarterback that comes along. But you can only go so far if your quarterback isn't all that mm -hmm. and where we put the bar for the Dallas Cowboys I think a real strong case can be made if we take out the mm. fact that Jerry Jones is the owner that the real hamstring here is not Mike McCarthy because as he's demonstrated I can get there I mean he's got there has Dak Prescott got there? Here's a question. We don't have a ton of time for it, but Shady, I'll, I'll ask you first. I've had this conversation with the coach in the last 48 hours, head coach of the NFL. He mentioned this. When you think about value, you got to think about who's harder to replace. I would suggest Dak Prescott is harder to replace. I would think he's probably the third best quarterback in the NFC. You could argue anywhere from second to fourth. After Jalen Hurts, then it's, do you like Matthew Stafford? Do you like Kirk Cousins? Do you like Dak? Do you like Carr? Whatever. Yeah. I think that Dak is harder to replace than McCarthy is. So if one has to go, if one's under more pressure, that's why I go McCarthy. Because for all the shortcomings Dak has, it's harder to find a second-best quarterback in the division than it is to find another Mike McCarthy. But you break mm -hmm. it down. You won two I, Super Bowls. I, I, and I'm, I disagree. And I'm going to say this. Lately, man, for whatever it is, we've been finding quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. You talk about Dak Prescott, I mean, they replaced Tony Romo. Yeah. That's, that's, that was hard to do. The Eagles, at one point in time, Carson Wentz was the real deal. Yes, sir. I remember watching him like, dang, I wish I played with him. He was the real deal. Mm. They replaced him like this yes, and sir. got better. True. Even the Giants. I hate to even say this, right? Depending on who the coach is, you know, I mean, McCarthy's been around some good players. But Daniel Jones, like, Eli left. Oh, will we ever find another? This that quick. It took some time. Mm -hmm. The right situation. But now we actually talk about Danny Dons as, as if he's a solid competitive quarterback. Yeah. Mm. So as much as you want to think about that, let's just think for sure. Like, I don't know. I think we could place Dak. And then for the real quick last part, when you look at the team, he's surrounded by some dudes, bro. Yes, absolutely. On offense and, and on defense. Yes, sir. So, I mean, as much as you want to say replace, listen, I can go out and do that. Let me take off this joint. I go out there and do that right now. Keep the suit on, Shane. You know I mean? Keep Give me number on. four and watch me throw a deep. Keep the suit on. I, desperately I, see these. I see you, CD. I desperately need you for the upcoming Great conversation. Great sack, Michael Parsons. I see you. I can do that. If you are a football fan, this is the most exciting news you'll hear all 
day. Ooh. We're 100 days away Ooh. from the start of the NFL season. I could not help but smile when I read that earlier today. So now comes a more interesting dialogue. Shady, given that we are 100 days away from the start of the NFL season, uh, what are you most sure will happen this season? I'm sure, but I know about a guarantee. I'm guaranteed the Philadelphia Eagles will be in the, in the uh, NFC Championship game. We'll be back there again. Is that, I mean, with that, that, I would hope you're sure of that. I mean, that's, that's, not, not, that's, not, that's not easy to do, to, to win that game, to get to that game. Said, get. <laughs> Yo, look, 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 listen. Now, listen, on this show, we, we throw, y'all throw championships around like it's easy to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, God is good. He blessed me with two back-to-back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way, I remember when I went to the Chiefs, and uh, we went to the championship, and he said, look at this guy. What, what are you doing? What are you, you living good? I said, I'm living good. But anyway, to go back-to-back is hard to do. So I'll just say this. For us to get to the, the NFC Championship game, that's hard to do. Teams are gunning for us. You know how it is. They, they, everybody here in the Eagles, this, Eagles, that, they're after us. So mm-hmm. for us to go there to the game back-to-back, it's hard to do. I think it's guaranteed. We'll I respect there. it. I respect it. Shady, I'm going to raise your level of difficulty a little bit, I would say. I'm going to guarantee Lamar Jackson throws for 4,000 yards for the first time in his career. His previous high is only 3,100. So we're talking about a 25% increase. I'm wow. guaranteeing that with the help of Zay Flowers, with the help of Odell Beckham, Rashad Bateman, Mark Andrews is still there. Nelson Aguilar is actually a very good piece when he's that third or fourth piece. We saw that back in 2017 with the Eagles. With the help of those receivers and new offensive coordinator Todd Munkin out of Georgia, Todd Munkin was there when Odell had his last 1,000-yard season. I'm guaranteeing, and I'm most sure, that Lamar will throw for 4,000 yards for the first time. I like that, Acho. I'm surprised. I'm tr- I got to go you out never, here. You never really rock with Lamar as much as I thought. But now that he has this help, okay. now that he has this like help, it. I'm like with it. it. Joy, what are you most sure about this season? Okay. Well, I like that we're all going positive. Because if I wanted to be cheeky, I would say I guarantee that the 49ers will have multiple starting quarterbacks. <laughs> if I really wanted to put some money on something, I know that's going to happen. Or, that's a little shout-out to our Cowboys, producers. Or them Cowboys. They're going to have someone over there, well, too. Well, that, right? that was going to be mine. Yeah. Yeah. And we were allowed to go negative. Oh, yes. We're not going to go negative. We're going to focus on that. And for the 49ers, maybe that'll end up being a positive. Um, I'm going to say that the Dolphins are going to win a playoff game this year. First, oh. That would be the first time in a long time. You want to talk about how long? <laughs> I, can, I, I, I can definitely see that. I, I would agree, I would agree with that for sure. <laughs> no, I do. I think, I think two is going to be healthy. I think, oh, yes, we're showing this. We're showing the last. The last time. <laughs> last one. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, uh, Jason Taylor, there he goes. Yo, look at that uniform. Pretty good. Yeah, no pretty good. That's he was pretty good there. Jay Fiedler. Hi. Who the running yes. back? Who is the running uh, back? This is the game winning touchdown. That Lamar is Lamar Smith. Smith. Wow. Oh, look, oh, look at Jason. Wow. So happy. Yes. Guaranteed that the Dolphins would. Guarantee. That's actually a difficult one. offense. It is a difficult one. That's a difficult one. I, would, I thought my Ravens one was tough, but for the Dolphins to win a Two playoff stays game. stays healthy in the postseason, it's a done deal. I can see that, though. I can see it for I sure. I can see that. But what's crazy is in the AFC, they're, you're going to have to beat either the, the, the Chiefs in a playoff game, the, the, the Bills, the Ravens. Like, yeah. It's not going to be no cakewalks. Yeah. I like that. Hey, I didn't say AFC championship game. <laughs> I said mm-hmm. a playoff. Mm-hmm. I got the winner in one, at least one. Yeah, you I, got, got, I, got, I mean, one. I can see it. Got to win one. I'm going to push the I'm going to push the envelope a little bit. And push I'm going to get back on the Aaron Rodgers train. Oh, okay. I'm saying oh, okay. that the New York Jets are going to win the AFC East. Okay. Wow. And Aaron okay. Rodgers is going to be back in the conversation for MVP, for a potential fifth MVP. I am, I am believing that the motivation to prove the Green Bay Packers should have kissed his you-know-what 
to get him to stay and with what the Jets have and the Bills just feel like they were trying to get there and they couldn't get there and now the Jets are going to be motivated. I'm not making any bets on what Aaron Rodgers does in the postseason, okay? <laughs> I'm not that crazy. But in terms of winning the division, I think they're primed to exactly, do exactly that. I will say, Aaron Rodgers, when he gets a little spice in him, when he's got that little petty he meter goes to another chicken, level. He, does, he does do that. And they are a very talented team. As we've heard. And I'm trying to think, <laughs> the Bills won the last couple of years. Yeah. You think it's possible for the Jets to be better than the Bills and the Dolphins? I think we got Bills fatigue. It's, it's going it's to be up there, though. They all, it's going to be competitive. Because every, every year we say, oh, the Bills going to win. Oh, mm-hmm. the Bills going to win. Yeah. We're not saying no more. It's like, oh, it's going to be a competition. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. I like that. What's interesting, Joy, the reason I, I guess I have Bills fatigue, and I don't know if it's fatigue or reality, it's so hard to maintain excellence for as long as the Bills sure. have. Like, the Bills have been really good for a really long time. I was thinking about it last week. Even the Seahawks in their heyday, they were really good for about four years, like three to four years. It's very hard to stay really good. The Denver Broncos, when Peyton Manning got there, I think they were really good for about four years, like really good, 2012 to 2015, 16. Mm -hmm. The Bills have been really good for a long time as it pertains to the NFL. Roster turns over 33% every year. year, Bills have been good for three years. 33% times three is 99%. Now, obviously, the roster hasn't completely turned over, but I'm saying that to say, like, they've lost some pieces. I I know that we're all going to jump off the Bills bandwagon. I am going to as well. But I'm telling you, this is when it's a lurky little cloud. Because while that might be true, it also, we never know how these things are going to turn out. It might be the year that something crazy happens and they end up taking off and all that groundwork and foundation of being right there ends up paying off. That would be be great for the NFL. Exactly. I hope it happens. Be great for the NFL. Baseball is back. And so is Slippin' Bats. Five times a week, Monday through Friday. So follow us on the Fox Sports app, YouTube, and anywhere you get your podcasts. <laughs> Warriors president slash general manager Bob Myers is stepping down after 11 seasons with the team. Myers was the architect for Golden State's dynasty that resulted in four NBA titles. Owner Joe Lacob said the team has a lot of work to do, but added, quote, we are going to win no matter what. Mm. All right. We, Light we, years ahead. We have a lot to talk about Does here. something is wrong. <laughs> it's crazy. Shady, this is your team. The Warriors and the Sixers. Yes. Is the Warriors dynasty <laughs> officially over? It might be. Is, is Steph there? Yes, he is. He's still there. Draymond, he's still, and then Clint. Draymond Clinton. How can it be over? What are we talking about here? Listen, Bob, Bobby, I love him. I, I truly do. And I'm so happy what he did for our Warriors. He did a great thing, and he put the team together. We're so thankful, right? We're so thankful. But if you remove him, the core is still there. They are still there. And I just think about, like, okay, so once you, once you put the team together, once you put the coach together, Right? And you already, for a couple of years, you've built this, this organization. And if you look at the stats, I mean, they've been in, what, four NBA titles, mm-hmm. six NBA finals appearances? Like, they did a great thing. So, uh, Steph Curry as a leader, Draymond Green's a leader. Five in a row, right? What's that? Five finals goes, in a row? Yeah, five yeah, yeah, five, yeah I just, but I was giving you just the, you know, the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? That's, 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 that's a lot. So, this is my thing. It's like, Steph is still there. You have the core guy still there. We, I love how y'all try to compare the, the Heat and the Warriors, which is, is similar. 
but it's really not, right? The culture part, yeah, but the players on the court, the coaches, are, are they all there. Like, Steph is going to be coaching out there. Draymond's going to be coaching out there. Once Bob put the team together, all right, guys, I said it for you guys, do y'all thing. And then, I, and as I look at it now, I, I, I truly think that the Warriors still have a lot in the tank. I think if they get some more uh, production from Jordan Poole, which we've seen the year they won the finals, or the year they won the championship, we didn't see this year. If we get some of that pulled back and get a couple different pieces from some of the role players, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. It's Because we're, we're dealing with, we're, another thing, we're dealing with veterans. So even like a Andrew Wiggins, right? He's not, he's new to the team. He won a championship with him. He's part of the core, but he's still new. But he's a vet. When you bring vets in the building, bro, it's a difference from a youngster. And I just feel like Bob, he's, he was great. But to say that the Warriors dynasty is over because he's, he's leaving? Sounds crazy. So I really don't want to put you on an Come island. On. I don't. I, I'm built for it. I'm well, for I guess it. my thing is with the, with the dynasty being over, it's hard for me to say it's, it's over for, for all the reasons that you said. Steph is still there. Clay, for now, is still there. Draymond is still there. I don't, I don't know what Poole's going to be. And from the, from the championship team, Poole was there. Wiggins. You got, you, Wiggins and you got um, um, Peyton. Played great yes, defense. He's yep. still there. Come on. And, Steve, and Looney's still there. And Steve Kerr still coaching. I, I, that was my next piece. Don't coaches. look to me. Don't I'm look like, to I'm me. I'm waiting for you to. You, you, look, you looked over here for me. Confirmation. But, uh, so for, for all those reasons, right. I wouldn't be shocked if they hired the right person that they were to win another championship in the next two years. Mm. I wouldn't be shocked because of the okay. core that they have. Okay. But that's what the dynasty yeah. is. That's the discussion, right? Like for the dynasty to continue, they would have to be Still competing. I gotta stop this right now. I gotta stop this well, right do, now. Well, do your thing. Well, fully, gotta, do your Because this is Joy Taylor. <laughs> Joy Taylor, who would never in a thousand years tell you that Pat Riley's grow on trees, that Pat Riley is one of one. No, I would be lost without Pat Riley. Okay, so now you're gonna tell me that, that Bob way. Myers, that GMs who preside over teams that go to the finals five years in a row, Bro. they grow on trees. Well, well, you, we Shady might with, say yeah, that. We're not playing Joy with seven undrafted players. Joy going to say you, But hold on, tell him that. We're not playing not with seven undrafted players. But here's, like, here's, where, the difference. here's the thing that gives me pause. Because I do absolutely respect... I respect institutional control. I, I, what I think provides continuous success is everyone being on the same page, everyone understanding what it takes to win, mm. everyone doing their job to the best of their capability. When you have sustained success like that, for different reasons, the Heat and the Warriors are very similar. Over the last, since 2010, Golden State has 108 playoff wins, the Heat have 104. They have six finals appearances, the Heat have six finals appearances. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of similarities with two organizations, and to me, a big part of that is Pat Riley and Eric Spolstra. Similarly, Bob Myers and Steve Kerr. Thank you. The, 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 the players may change around, but it's not even really so much the stars, because both of these organizations can get stars. Where I give Bob Myers a lot of respect oh, is man. scouting players, finding ways to fit in pieces like a Kevin Durant, acquiring an Andrew Wiggins, bringing in role players that they then develop. It's the development part that is what's exciting to me. It's nerd stuff, but being able to find those players, those undrafted players that nobody else sees any value in, including your own organization because you didn't draft them, right. and bringing them in and developing them, finding ways to fit people within, well, not for, within the salary cap, but make all the money work. Those sustained types of success come from 
great people at the top. So I don't think it's impossible that they could win again, but I do think it's very important who they bring in. It can't just be anybody. And, and you know, listen, it's not impossible, but is their dynasty over? I think it is just for the simple fact that Bob, to me, and knowing Bob personally, but Bob, to me, it's not easy, like Slick said, to to do what Bob's done. That's not an easy thing to keep everything under control because... It's like when, I don't know, your household or you playing on a team. It's like, I don't have, Shady, when you was in the backfield, you didn't have to think like if you were with Tom or you were with Mahomes or whoever you were with, right? You, you just thought your natural, instinctual thing to do to be great. Right. Bob does that for them. He takes all the problems and everything like that so they can be who they are. Now, this next individual coming in, whoever that is, may not have that type of... There's no way that he could. They, they may he not have, have that relationship. It, 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 it's just not as easy as people think for, to replace a Bob Myers because Bob is actually the one who built this team and kept guys. Because it might, be, it might have been worse things that happened that he kept under wraps. Yep, mm-hmm. For yeah, that right. team. I agree with that. From the, from the owner to the uh, press. I don't, it doesn't matter. It's but, been but really crazy. I, so My only pushback is like, so that's all you said is, is correct. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we praise him for that. Bob, thanks mm-hmm. for all that. But now that, that it's instilled with the team, right? Mm-hmm. Now that some of the things he had to keep under wraps and, and, and control with the team, you have veterans for that now, right? It's not like you, you, you building this young squad and you're trying to fit everybody. We know our roles. Mm-hmm. So if you come in this team, you know what your role is. You talk about the coaches, comparing the Heat coaches with, with the Golden State coaches, right? Mm-hmm. Smoke and, 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 uh, and Kerr. But, like, let's not forget here, though. Luke Walton, I don't know if you remember him, because yeah. he was a hot commodity for a little bit. He went 39-4. and four. Yep. When, start, when, when, when Steve Kerr stepped out for a second. Mike Brown, he's a respectable coach, but he still is a new coach. He went 13 and 0. He's not a new coach. I'm just saying for... He for went far with LeBron new James. New coach for our Warriors. Okay. Player. hmm We still was winning. So I just feel like the Heat and the Warriors are so different. I, I, I think the way we run our, our, our teams, I get that in organization, yeah. But as far as the players on the, on, on the court... That's what really matters. Once you already develop the team. Oh, he went 39-4. and four. Who was upstairs? Listen what I'm saying. I'm asking the question. And, and who was Just a, answer my question. Okay. And, and who, who was, was upstairs? And who was on the court? Who was upstairs? And I'm going to give you saying, who was on the court? Okay. You see what I'm saying? But here's the thing. So when you're... I never see. Uh, 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 now, hold on, hold on for a second. I play, with, I play with the Eagles, and I see what the Eagles did with, 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 uh, with uh, what's my guy name? Howie? Yeah. I love Howie. Mm-hmm. You put the team together, we thank you for that. Now we can go out there and ball. But we got to go out there and ball. Bob Myers ain't set no screens, and, and Bob Myers is shooting no trays. Okay. You put the team together, now let us work. Pat Riley ain't set no screens. Pat Riley ain't set no screens, but it's not about the setting the screens. You go and do that, but I'm picking you to do that. Those undrafted players, so that, I, think, I think, real talk, I'm being serious. All them undrafted players and all that, like, I think that's even more important for to have that type of Pat Riley type of thing going on. But once you, with the Warriors, once we have these stars, okay, hold on. we got MVPs. Hold on. Hold on. What are we are talking you, about? Are you, are you done? Come. You're going to go back to the Eagles. I'm done. Are, are we, I'm, you, go ahead. Not, if you, if was Gary done. Payton Jr. the draft? Okay. He was on Here, the draft. So when you're going 73-9 and oh, nine, and you have somebody else jump into the coaching seat and you can keep the ball rolling when everything's good, uh-huh. yeah, that ain't, that's not hard. Okay. But we've seen since then fires that needed to be put out. All those veterans were there and we still had the Jordan Poole Draymond Green fiasco. Mm-hmm. All, those, all those veterans were there, and you still had Steve Kerr and Draymond Green at one point yelling at each other. Right. Like, there are things that happen along the way 
that need to be handled, Baba? resolved, and Bob Myers has been the one who has done it. Yes. He, Wait, he handled that Draymond Green and, and pool punch? He was the one who would sit down with Draymond you Green. You don't think it would have been worse? I mean... If Bob wasn't there, you don't think that would have been worse? I don't know. I know I know it was real, real bad. And I know this. I know this. I know that Draymond Green, out of his own mouth, said, yo, that punch, that yes. right, that right yes. to the face yes. of pools yes. messed up our yes. chemistry. Stop them from so, getting as far as they could go. So but where they, was Bob? What's you, that? Said, you just said that Bob is there to put out all these fires and all this. Where did he put the fire out? They still got to the second round of the playoffs. They still made that thing work. Like, they didn't have hey, to man. trade one of those guys or break that up in order to continue with the team. But here, look, my thing is, I'm with you in terms of Bob stepping off does not signal the end of the dynasty. That's right. The dynasty ended four years ago. Oh, here we go. <laughs> it is Jenga, though. Listen, it is the game Jenga. When you slip that, that piece out, was the dynasty ended was four years that. ago. Because in my mind, okay, look, as long as Steph Curry is there, I believe that they can reinvent themselves and potentially build another championship team. But if we're talking about what they built mm -hmm. that went to five uh, finals in a row and won three championships. Right. Over the last four years, but, I mean, that ended after KD stepped off and Clay was out for two years. Right. They weren't a factor. For the last four years, they haven't been a dynasty. Yes, they won a championship last year. In my mind, they clawed one back. Mm. They won that as much with Andrew Wiggins and, and, the, and, and, and the new pieces. I mean, because if you don't make that deal... If you don't go and get Andrew Wiggins, I don't know that they win that championship. Oh, no. Well, I guess you're just ignoring the Wiseman uh, draft pick. But don't worry about that. Worry about I mean, I don't – I disagree. I think that the, the championship, first of all, it's hard to do. Hard to do. Hard to and, do. And he's talking about the regular season. Uh, yeah, but I, I mean, to me, no, that, like, the, champion, about, the championship the is part of the I mean, dynasty. Like, I, to me, that's what solidifies the dynasty. Two years in a row, they, they were in the postseason. To be able to win with playoff. different versions of, uh, of – of outlying players and win with that core of Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and Draymond Green on the team. Like, that's, that's the dynasty. Well, it, that's part of the dynasty. I, I agree that's part of the dynasty. But if we're talking about the team, the organization being the dynasty, <sighs> then for the last four years, they, they, three of the four years, they haven't been a factor. All right, we might have so to, how can I say that they're this a this, dynasty? This, he says he's talking about the regular season because they have the best playoff. No. They have the playoff, the best playoff postseason record. They weren't from in 2019 to 2023. They weren't in the playoffs. They weren't in the playoffs three years ago. Well, the Celtics season is over. Game seven loss to the Heat. Let me just read this. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown have been to four conference finals in six years as teammates, but they have not won a title. An NBA insider still says he'd be stunned if the duo has played their last game together. Shady. Can they win a title with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum together? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. If I, if I told you that you have these two all-stars together, right? One's a first-team all-NBA and one's a second-team all-NBA. And I'll just start, I don't, and I don't even tell you the names of the other role players, right? And I said, his sporting cast, you have a guy that's a six-man of the year. You have a guy that's a second-team all-defense of team. You have another guy that was a formal defense player of the year. And then you have a solid, savvy vet, right, as the big man, as Al Horford. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying, like, if, if I told you the numbers, you would think that that team would be good enough to win championship or at least get to the finals 
And if they can't get that done with that type of role players, what's left? When you break down a team, you always start the head. Okay, you have the star players. Okay, how can we get the role players to fit into this core? Mm. Well, they have that. If I look at a roster in the NBA, like, who has a better roster than the Celtics? Mm. It's hard to pick. So if you guys can't get it done, Jason and Jalen, they got to break it up, and hopefully, let's do, let's do it a different way. Maybe we trade Jalen and get a different type of star, different type of attitude, because I, I see, it seems like they're both like the same type of player. Not just on the talent level, but it's more like the personality. It's more laid back. You can take it. I can take it. You, you got to have a mixture, right? If you look at all the, 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 the superstar players that all play together, they all have, like, different personalities, though. Uh. You know, I just think that for this combination to work, man, they got yeah. great talent, but it's time to, 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 to separate it a little bit. It's like... Yeah, I, to Shady's point, I'm, I'm going to jump off there in terms of the, the personalities and how those two mesh. And, and looking at the nuclei of championship teams, I mean, you look at Clay, Dre, and, and Steph. They're all different. All different. But all different. they complement each yes, other. Yes. Uh, even Jokic and Jamal Murray, they're different, but they complement each other. Kobe and Shaq complement each other. You could go down AD, the AD line. LeBron. All of them, and that's... <laughs> That's my issue. Now, I understand how difficult it is, and for some people, how crazy the notion of breaking them up, because they've been to the playoffs every year. They just went to the Eastern Conference Finals. They went to the finals last year. So this, I, I, I understand anybody who goes, come on, they've been so close. You're going to break that up? And most teams would not, because their level of success has been good enough to roll with it and say, well, maybe if we just tweak it enough around them, we can find our way there. I understand that logic. I just believe at the heart of it, when you look at that core and you say, that doesn't hit me as being a championship core. Those two together, I do not see leading a team and raising the Larry O'Brien trophy. Mm. That's where I say you have to, you have to risk it. You have to risk that you're not going to have the same success, knowing that it's either it's it's I either break it up and give myself a chance at winning a championship, knowing that I may risk that I'm not going to enjoy the consistent year to year success that I've had at this point. But I think there's so much nuance to it, because part of the reason why that risk feels heavier is because it's the Celtics. It's the Celtics organization. True. They expect to win championships. If this was maybe in a different city or a team that hadn't had a high level of success and their fans hadn't experienced that and the city hadn't experienced that, maybe they'd be willing to be more patient. But that, that matters. Yep. Like you, you expect to win championships in Boston. That plays a factor in this. The fact that they've had different coaches that have gotten the team to essentially around the same place in the postseason and they haven't been able to get it over the edge. Everything that you mentioned about all the role players, how many more role players do you want? Yeah. So, that's, that's, that's the top of the line role right, players right there. Like, top of the line like, role players. What else would you possibly exactly. be asking for? And the fact that it really feels like there is no real vocal stop the bleeding leader Mm. on this team. So if the top two players aren't going to be that, well, then you've got to go down the line. Well, once you start getting down the line, you can't go too far down the line because uh, what are you really saying to me? Like, you're not really yeah. going to go out there and get this done yourself. Right. So you, you're <laughs> kind of in the same role as a coach at that point. Yeah. Like, you're not, are you really going to go out there and will us to victory the way that Draymond Green is going to put somebody in a position so he can be that third guy and be that leader? So I, I hesitate to say that they should break them up because – 
to your point, they've been so close. And there is something to say for consistency at the highest level. But there's also something to say for doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result, which yeah. is insanity. So yeah. it's a very thin line here between being insane and just taking a risk that may take you out of that conversation. Yeah. What do you think, Cap? You know, it's, 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 uh, this is very touchy for me, right? So Steve Francis and myself, you know, we was, you know, when we were in the West, we were considered one of the best, best duos in the West. And we, listen, we went 40-some games a year, but we didn't, you know, sometimes we meet the Lakers and they were at one seed, we were eight seed. And then John Lucas Sr., who was with the Rockets, he said, you know what, you guys be better away from each other. And at the time, I took that seriously, like, what are you talking about? That's like my brother. That's my brother. And I think with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, it's the same kind of thing. They both do the same thing to me. And then you have, like or, or Slick was saying, you have the Jordan and the Pippen. They don't do the same thing. Pippen's more of a point, yep. mm-hmm. right? And then he's, he's giving it to Mike, and he's doing all the, you know, dirty work stuff. You know, even though he's one of the best small forwards ever to play the game. Then you have Isaiah Thomas and Joe Dumars. They do different things. And then you have LeBron James and Wade. That's the only two that you compare them to that they kind of play alike. Mm -hmm. But LeBron is more of a point. And Dwayne is a point also. But then also, too, is... He's more of a scorer. But then also, too, is Dwayne had to go to LeBron and say, yo, yo, come on, this is your team. I'll follow you. I don't know if Brown said that to Tatum yet. Yeah. But then also, too, as you think about Boston Celtics, with KG being the vocal leader, and he was MVP, and he was big ticket, and he was the guy, but then Rondo made sure everybody ate. I don't think Boston has that team, and it's been too many years. It's been three, three coaches so far. Right. They've I think they've maxed out what they have. Yeah. So I think if Jalen Brown goes somewhere else, they would be better off in their career because I think there's they've been stunted their growth. It feels a little redundant. Yes. Right. So all all of the guys that you're talking about complement each other. (laughs) A.D. and LeBron, Jokic and Murray, Pippen and Jordan, like Kobe and Shaq. They don't do the same things, but they're both great players. Right. Mm -hmm. So. That is, that's really the d- dynamic that I think Boston doesn't have. And you can't really complement that with role players. because the, And not even role players, just the rest of the roster. Because the rest of the roster is not all going to be as good as your top two stars. Well, and to your point, with the Boston Celtics, in most cases, like, let's go to Oklahoma City right. with, with KD and Russ. We always had a feeling, can this really work? Mm-hmm. Can these guys, because they, they didn't feel like it always fit, but you looked at the talent and you look at Oklahoma City, you go, well, when are you ever going to get another KD in Oklahoma City or a Russ Westbrook, mm-hmm. right? So they did the same thing. Serge Ibaka, Steve Knight, like you bring in a bunch of different guys to try to make it work, but right. you just never question the core. But in Oklahoma City, it works. If there's any place that would say, yeah, we've been good, but good doesn't meet our expectation. We're looking for another banner. Right. That's what we go for. Then if that's the case, then Boston has to say, we've given this a go. We need oh, to find another form. I mean, that is the case. Yeah. It pains me to say nice things about Boston, but they've built <laughs> championships. That's the standard there. <laughs> okay, we are finding out a lot more about Aaron Rodgers' tumultuous exit from Green Bay. Now, reports say... His agent called the Packers in 2021 in the offseason, and they requested that the general manager of the Packers, Brian Gutenkunst, be fired or they trade Rodgers. Now, the quarterback also told The Athletic about a lack of communication with Gutenkunst this offseason, saying, quote, just tell the truth. You wanted to move on. Mm -hmm. Shady, who will win the divorce? Yo, yo, whoa. 
Don't say the D word. I don't play that. You don't play those games? So, so ask me another way. I'm ready. Uh, who will win the irreconcilable difference yeah. between, boy good. That boy good. <laughs> between the Packers and Aaron Rodgers? Who's going to win it? It has to be the Packers. Let's, let's just think about this for a second. Break it down. The Packers have been successful before Brett Favre. And they've been successful after Brett Favre. Mm-hmm. I think they still will be successful after Aaron Rodgers. Now, that doesn't mean that they'll be successful this year. I think, they, I think they're good enough as an organization that they'll find another quarterback in the next maybe five, maybe, maybe one. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. ten. They'll find another quarterback. This is another number for you. Since 1960, they've had a sold-out game. Mm-hmm. Think about that, though. Every game is sold-out. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. So I think sometimes we get so into the, the player, yeah. right, the superstar. Mm-hmm. Oh, there'll never be another Aaron Rodgers. That might be true, but they'll find some type of success maybe in a different quarterback. When I'm sure when Brett Favre left, they didn't think they would get another Aaron Rodgers or something like Brett Favre. So I always like to go back to this the, the franchise. One thing when I got traded and I was so angry, um, a coach told me this. Deuce Daly said, listen, players can go, come and go. Yep. The franchise mm-hmm. will always stay. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. Green Bay Packers is a franchise that's going to stay for a long time. I'm with you, 2-5. Like, I think the Packers have already won the divorce because they're happier now. And a large part of the reason people get divorced is because, well, I want to be happier without my past partner. The Packers are happier now than they were with Aaron Rodgers, who was calling for the general manager to be fired. <laughs> the other reason that you might want to stay around... That boy, crazy. ...in the midst of <laughs> wanting to get a divorce is if it's worth it. But at the point in which you lose to your division rival, the Detroit Lions, yep. en route to going to the playoffs, and is Aaron Rodgers even still worth it? You only won, I believe it was eight games last year, Green Bay Packers. That's not worth the headache that comes with Aaron Rodgers. A Super Bowl is, but you haven't won a Super Bowl since, what, 2011, 11. 2010? Yep. Yep. So I think the Packers have already won the divorce. Not to say Rodgers will not go and be successful and have mm-hmm. success in his own right. I think the Jets will go to a conference championship game in the next two years. But the Packers have already won it by those metrics. But Aaron Rodgers is going to retire eventually. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Packers aren't going to stop being an organization. So if that's the parameters, then yeah, the Packers won because they will exist for longer than Aaron Rodgers will in the NFL. But that's not how breakups work. Usually, there's like a little window, you know? Did you go get you a little thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you won because mm-hmm. they're taking a little longer to get, get back mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. Did, you, did you go buy that house you wanted to buy that she didn't want you mm-hmm. to get? Like, mm-hmm. What is the parameters for, for, for breakups? I'm, <laughs> I'm comfortable with the D word, but like the yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the breakup. To me, it's the window in which Aaron is, is still in the league. Mm-hmm. That's a, let's call that the breakup, right? Mm-hmm. That's fair. This when, when, when Tom left, it's until Tom retired. Correct. He won that. He won that breakup. Mm-hmm. Now, the Patriots still exist, and Tom no longer plays in the NFL. So the Patriots, long-term, will maybe eventually be good again. But that's the parameters of the breakup. So if that's the case, who will win in this time between Aaron Rodgers not being with the Jets and, or not being with the Packers and being with the Jets and the Packers in that same amount of time? So if that's how I'm looking at it, I think Aaron's going to win. It is very hard for me to imagine that the Packers will be better in the next two years than they were with Aaron Rodgers. They weren't good last year with Aaron Rodgers. They didn't make the playoffs with Aaron Rodgers, Hmm. A-Rod, last year. I'm supposed to believe in these next two years, because that's imagining that's how much longer we think Aaron will play for, Hmm. that they are going to be better than he will be with the Jets. 
I can't believe I'm saying all these nice things about the Jets and, and Aaron Rodgers, but yeah. I just don't have that much faith in what the Packers are going to be able to do in the next two years. Will the Packers eventually be good again? I, I believe so. They're a well-run organization. They have a great fan base, all those things you said. But not in the next two years, I don't think. But here's my thought, though, Joy, is I don't think the Packers have to be better than Aaron Rodgers and the Jets to win the breakup. The Packers just have to be better than they were with Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. Like, if you split with somebody, you don't have to be better than them. I just got to be better than I was with them. And they were an eight-win team last year in a division slick with Justin Fields, Kirk Cousins, Mm -hmm. and Jared Goff. Goff, That's a very eight-winnable division. Sure, sure. The year before, I believe they didn't win a playoff game. I think they had a bye week, and then I think they got beat by the Niners in Green Bay. In Green Bay, yep, you're right. So for the Packers to be better than they were with Aaron Rodgers the last two years, they just got to win more Nate games, not have a losing record. Like, I don't think they will be better than the Jets. I agree with Joy wholeheartedly. Slick, I agree with that notion wholeheartedly. But I do think they'll be better than they were with Rodgers. Where are you at? I guess we'll find out. I mean, perception is reality. And I'm with Joy on this. If we're talking about the immediate, Aaron Rodgers is in New York. People are hyped about the New York Jets. They are. Anybody talking about the Green Bay Packers? Nobody. Anybody talking about Jordan Love? No, sir. I mean, this is like you get a divorce and you're like, God, I'm so glad because they, they just messed up the kitchen all the time and now the house is nice and clean and everything. Nobody sees the, nobody sees the house. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is driving around in a new car with threads. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, he looks like he won. The divorce Mm -hmm. as of right now. Now, I do believe that the franchise always wins just because they have a long, a longer runway to get back. And if you look at the Green Bay Packers, Brett Favre, they divorced Brett Favre. And here comes Aaron Rodgers. 49ers moved on from Joe Montana. It took them a year or two. They won a Super Bowl. Same thing with the Green Bay Packers after. Mm -hmm. So they've got more room to recover from the divorce. But if I'm looking at it right now, Aaron Rodgers appears to be happier than ever (laughs) doing things in New York. And meanwhile, Mark Gutekunst is at what, like high school girls basketball game. But but the only thing is, like, even when we talk about the franchise doing better, is so we talked about you talked about Tom Brady, and. I don't think that they can ever get over that. Did, oh, no, no. I'm going to say breakup. Sorry. I, well, over that breakup. I almost said it. Oof. Over that breakup, I don't think they ever recover from that. Yep. This dude got you six rings. Well, so my thing is, when I, hold up, but when I look at, like, uh, and then and the 49ers, like, like, they was winning championships, and then Steve Young, okay, mm-hmm. let's get some championships. The difference is with the Packers, though. Talk to me. Aaron got you one ring yes, sir. in a long time. Now, hold up. Rings are hard to do. I, yes, I sir. get that. But that long period of time with that great type of quarterback you have and, and the players they had, I wanted a little bit more than that. So I just feel like if the Packers can go out there and get you an extra ring in the next 20 years, you so win that, you win that like breakup. 20 years isn't a, isn't a breakup. Mm-hmm. Like, Aaron Rodgers okay. isn't going to play for the next so 20 years. So 10? No. The breakup, saying, the breakup well, is, the, is the time that Aaron Rodgers is in the league. With, well, until Aaron Rodgers retires, that's the breakup period. Let me ask you this then, Joy, because Shady, I would like, say with of you. Of course they could win another championship in 20 years, but that has nothing to do with I'm this. Not, with, that has nothing not, to do with Aaron Rodgers moving on. Man, if they won a championship without Aaron Rodgers, you think he ain't even home thinking about that? And don't let the quarterback be nice. But but, you don't think Brett Favre was thinking about A-Rod? Yeah, but, 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 but Shady, what I'm saying is uh, Brett Favre was still in the, in the league. Like, in 20 years, if, if the Packers win a Super Bowl, what about nobody in you the building right five. now is going to have anything to do with, what know, that, with that winning. Here's where I would draw a distinction. Tom Brady, uh, to Joy and Shady's point, won the breakup. Because the Patriots were still winning with Tom Brady. 
So the Patriots actually had success oh, right, right. with okay, Tom okay. Brady. So they're looking at Tom Brady win saying, man, that could have been us. Yeah. But the Packers weren't winning with Aaron Rodgers. They've won the two playoff games the last six years. So even if Aaron Rodgers goes to win with the Jets, the Packers can't sit here and say, man, that could have been us. Because it wasn't you. If you beg somebody to buy you flowers and y'all split, then they go buy somebody else flowers. They weren't buying well, you flowers this, either this way. This isn't a competition then. Like, it's just we just went our separate ways, which is not what this feels Unless like. Unless Jordan Love, like, where I'm at with Shady is, I don't think if the Packers win in the next 20 years, they win the breakup, even 10 years. I think it's if Jordan Love does it. Yes, because they moved on from mm. they moved on from Aaron Rodgers for Jordan, Jordan Love. So, wait, so I, I think okay. it's only Jordan no, no. Love who could make them I, win. So it. what if they go out there and get a first round draft pick and they get a quarterback? You, you telling me that? I think Rodgers. If I'm Rodgers, I'm laughing. Because no, wait not. a second, think about it. You you use two first round picks Listen, to replace that me. That sound cool. That Aaron Rodgers. You think he's gonna be cool with that? No, Th- bro. If they have to go draft a first round, if you have to use a first round pick on quarterback, when you just drafted a first round pick at quarterback to replace me, you talking about four years ago? Damn, they ain't worried about that. Yeah. You go get a quarterback right now in the first round. Boom. And he comes there and, he, and he's he's like you. He's good like you. He born like you. You think he gonna care? Listen, if, if I've never been that good with breakups like that. I, I, I've always been cool with my breakup partners, but. If it don't go well the first two years, and then she just fires us, get married. She's like on Instagram. Break apart. I mean, Rolls Royce and everybody's kissing that. I ain't gonna be too happy about that. Mm. <laughs> That's just me. You know what I mean? I, y'all might be cool. I, I just, damn, I'm like, hey, look, look, look at her. She looks happy. <laughs> I'm going to be in my feelings. There is a window where it's no longer, where, no, where nobody has anything to do with each other anymore, though. I, like, to me, it's how it goes over these next two years that Aaron Rodgers is in the NFL. I would, give them, I would give the Packers a little more runway than that, but I would say in the next five years. I ain't doing all that. They get too good. If, if, if Aaron, if Aaron is getting this hype and making $50 million right now, and you moved off of him for Jordan Love, and he goes to an AFC championship game, or he gets to the Super Bowl with the Jets, y'all lost. Well, I'll say that. If they go that far. Okay, back to the finals, but the flip side. Nikola Jokic, he dominated yesterday, and it wasn't all in the points column. He had 26, but still had a phenomenal triple-double, what he usually does. 27, actually, if I am not mistaken. 27, 10, and 14. So here is the most important question in the basketball world right now, besides who's going to win the finals. The most important question is... Is Jokic the best player on the planet? Now, Slick, to remind the viewer at home, you're so credible in NBA circles that you actually get to vote on MVP. Yes. yes. Not many people do. You know how many? Off the top of your head, how many voters there are? 100. 100 voters. You are one of the 100. So we are talking mm. to somebody who not only has inside information, but somebody who's incredibly credible in the space. Slick, is the Joker, and has he proven he's the best player on the planet? I'm not going to c- complain if anybody says that they believe that he is. But I, the, the word that I'm hung up on is proved. Like, because that would suggest that he's proved it over this playoff run, that he is the best. And the problem I have is that uh, it's absent of his competition. Are we giving Jokic best player on the planet because Giannis Antetokounmpo moved to Mars or because he didn't get out of the first round? Because he, and look, if you want to say, hey, injuries don't matter or injury is a factor, Giannis had a bad back. Joel Embiid was injured. Like, his competition isn't here to stand up. And again, if I look at the Denver Nuggets and their composition and what's happening and how, and how <clears throat> Jokic is playing, I have to give credit to the fact that Aaron Gordon is big boying Gabe Vincent. And that Jamal Murray had 26 and 10. And he's got a better team around him. And the other competition is absent. So he's got a better team than the competition right now. 
it just it just feels like the scales are tilted and it's really easy to say yes because he's the he's playing the best of any player who's playing right now right <laughs> but does that and if you want to say that makes him the best I'm okay but I just like we're gonna say he's the best and then we get the next season and Joel Embiid puts a 50 on him and we're gonna now we have to revise it well what happened between now and then other than he played the competition it's easy to say that he's the best, so I'll do what's easy in life. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say, Shady, that he is the best player on the planet, and in large part because one of the best abilities, if not the best ability, is availability. Sure. So I credit Jokic for being healthy when my guy Giannis Antetokounmpo wasn't. Okay. I credit Jokic for being healthy when Joel Embiid wasn't. Now, Jokic does have a lot of help, but I will say Jokic makes that help look better than they Absolutely. would without him. So he does have Murray. He does have Gordon. He does have KCP. He does have MPJ. He has all of these pieces. Mm -hmm. But I think that Jokic makes those players look significantly better than they are without him. Furthermore, Embiid did have Harden drop 45, if I'm not mistaken, when he was out. Mm -hmm. Embiid had Harden drop 41 when he was present. So Embiid had his help. Now, I don't think Middleton helped Giannis as much as Middleton has in the past. This year, obviously, Middleton missed half of the season due to injury himself. But if you were present, I got to give you some credit for being there. I got to give you credit for being available. I got to give you credit for being in shape. I got to give you credit for being healthy. Jokic is healthy. He's present. He's available. And he balls every single night. Furthermore, I can't really find too many flaws in his game. I think Embiid has leadership flaws. I think Embiid has cardio and conditioning flaws. I think Giannis has shooting flaws, particularly from the free throw line. But Jokic, when I look at his flaws, I can't find too many of them. Based on aesthetics, I want to say he's not in shape, but he don't ever get tired. So in my mind, Jokic has proven, and if he does win the finals, because he still got to do that. He win the finals, proven the best player on the planet. What are we talking about right now? What are we talking about? Jokic is the best player walking right now. I mean, and this guy is a two-time MVP, back-to-back, for a reason. You know what's funny? We, 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 we criticize him so much. Why is he getting MVP again? Da, da, da. He, he's stat-patting. He's doing the same thing he did. Them two years, he's doing the same thing in the playoffs, in the finals. He's, he's averaging a triple-double. Yeah, How is he not the best? Right? Like, I, I know your guy. I, I know. The Greek freak, he's, he's a great player. Joy B, one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. I'm biased. But can we keep it real? Keep it real. Let's just do stats. First of all, this whole, this whole playoff series on that, yeah. all these teams, he's shooting the second best from, from three. He's yeah. a center behind Booker. That's it. At 48%. He's shooting 54% from the field. He leads all the playoffs. He's averaging 11 assists. He leads the playoffs in that category Eesh. as a center. And he's leading in rebounds at 13 a game. Like, I'm just trying to figure out what we're talking about. Is he a better defensive player than Giannis Antetokounmpo? He's affecting the game better than everybody. Is he a so, no. defensive so, so, player than Joel Embiid? I'm going to say no, defense-wise, no. Okay. No. But that, I'm but, just saying but that, but that's, that's part of the game. You know what it is, though? That's cool. That's cool, and I get what you're saying, but when it comes to affecting the game, this time when Steph Curry wasn't the best defender, mm -hmm. he affected the game so much that they made him the top player in the league. <clears throat> Yo, which I, when I watch him, it's like, and I'm, and I'm being honest, I, I think it's because he doesn't look sexy, right? We want to crown the guy that, that looks the best. Steph Curry, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, you know what I mean? The Greek freak, it, it looks sexier. It don't look sexy with him. He gonna wobble down that court. 
bang. He's going to hit you with the no-look pass. Like, he, I don't know, he's man. balling, Some bro. Some passes are pretty... I'm keeping it real, and I don't want to keep talking too much about him because I, I I really love and I get excited when I, when I see great players. Mm. Yeah, he's great. But the thing he's doing right now, he's dominating. And the one thing that we, we, we criticize him for is not getting done the playoffs, and he has all them role players looking so good. He does. I've never seen him look this good. Mm. Real quick, real quick, Joe, before you go, because you talked about the role players. Mm-hmm. Like, Jamal Murray's looking good. Mm-hmm. He look, looking looking I mean, elite. I've never seen him look looking this good. Elite. Michael Porter Jr.? I've never seen him look this good. Aaron Gordon. KCP? Aaron Gordon. Gordon. He looked this good to you? Pause. He looked... No. And the big reason is number 15 for Denver. Yeah, I don't care about who anybody's playing with. Giannis won winning before he got guys there. Mm. LeBron has not won by himself. Jordan didn't even win by himself. That's true. Kobe didn't win by himself. There you go. It's a team game. So, yeah, you better have some players around you. And Mm -hmm. role players are going to have to step up like they have on every single championship run that has ever happened in the history of the sport. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it's a team game. When we're talking about the best player on the planet, it's it's Jokic. It's just Jokic. To me, and it's it's really, it's splitting hairs, really. Like, if you want to say Giannis, cool. To me, it's been Giannis, KD, or Jokic for a while now. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I love Embiid, and he was the MVP this year. But, I mean, I mean come on. Embiid can't get past the second round of the playoffs. Embiid can't stay healthy. Embiid is, is not on Jokic's is level. He's not the best player on the planet. You can be the MVP and not be the best player on the planet. We can go down a whole long list of MVPs that were not the best player on the planet when they won the regular season MVP. Jokic affects the game in ways that we've never seen before. People always want to try and find a comp for him. There is no comp for True. him. He's like this. He rebounds like this. He shoots like this. He's, he's not aesthetically what we want. We want it to look different. We oh. want him to be a different aesthetic, and it's just it's frustrating. He looks like he's not in shape. That man will run circles around everybody at the table. That is very true. <laughs> he does it every single night. He's never yeah. tired. He's, yeah. he's strong. His passes are elite. He's an elite passer. He can shoot from the three. He's 500 feet tall. I, I just don't know what else we would want. What else? If you were like We want some more slam dunks. No, 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 no. no. We want some slam dunks. Player, like, what, want. what else could you ask for we when right. it comes to what he can do on the court? But this is my whole point. Like, Jokic can't. He can't prove it right now because he's not up against the competition. He's Wait, doing did they miss the he's plane? doing Did they miss the plane? They got the, he, they got the tummy he, flu. They he, got knocked out. He is doing everything that he possibly can to prove that he's the best player in the league. But Doc Rivers versus Michael Malone, who has the better coach? Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter Jr., and you can Man. say that offensively he makes them better. But defensively, they make they cover for him. So when I look at what Giannis Antetokounmpo does at both ends of the floor to make everybody better at both ends of the floor, I just can't discount that. Can I ask one question? question. Yeah, go ahead. ahead. Real quick, because like I said this before to you about like, man, he he don't really play great defense until you really watch him. I don't see nobody just killing him. I asked you, I said, yo, hold on, hold on. Did Bam Adebayo not have a great game? I don't see Bam doing that again like that because I haven't seen Bam score like that. But he did it. Let me ask you a question, though. Remember, as I said, why they don't put Jokic in more pick and rolls? What you tell me? Because he's better than I thought than you than you think. I, I, I'm not disputing that. Let but me we're see. About Slick, the let, best. Me, let me see if I can help myself. By the way, understand. can I just say? Go ahead. I feel like I'm you right now. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm I'm fighting the entire. Like, no, let me say Giannis. So, sorry, if you want to say Giannis, that's fine. Yeah. But. Like, what, but, like, we're talking about the best player on the planet individually. I don't care about who's playing on side of the, Like, that's, that's, that's about championship runs and all that. That's fine. 
what Jokic is. He's yeah. the best player on the planet. And we are and, and keep in mind, it's not like he had like a down year this year. Right. That's why he didn't win his third straight MVP. <laughs> he won MVP, MVP, and almost won again Slick, this year. Let me see if I can help you, help me, help oh, the viewer. Thank you. Um Nobody in my mind, at least, really was saying KD was the best player on the planet until 2017-2018. Right. And they said that because he beat LeBron James head-to-head. Right. Nobody was saying Giannis was the best player on the planet, even after he won his MVP, until he won the title. But remember what he had to do when he won the title. He beat Kevin Durant head-to-head in route winning the title. Who? Who everybody was saying at the time was the best player on the planet. So, though I don't agree with your argument, I do understand you saying... Jokic has to beat those who people are calling the best player in the planet to become the best player in the planet. Thank you. Because to your point, Kevin Durant was not crowned best player in the planet until he beat LeBron. Right. Giannis wasn't crowned best player in the planet until he beat KD. So I, I hear what you are saying, right. if that is what you are saying. Yeah. Even though I do not agree, I can understand the logic because it has historically tracked. It's impressive that he beat Anthony Davis and LeBron James, it, although this is not the LeBron James that we're used to. Um, it's and, and KD, KD and right? Booker. Yeah, only Booker out. It's impressive that he's doing what he did and, and is doing against Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler. But, but those aren't the guys that he's in competition with for that, uh, for that mantle right now. So then what right does that now. say about those guys? So you, you blame right. him, so you blaming him for who's... I'm not blaming him for but, anything. But I say, like, you're not giving him that credit because of the, the team he's playing against? Is that what it is? I'm, trying, uh, I'm lost. It's a combination of that and the team that he has around him. And to separate... Oh, I this, look, look, it, Luka, you Doncic, make, on, Luka Doncic. And, and is there anything that, uh, that, uh, that our guy is doing that Joker. Luka Doncic couldn't do, that Jokic is doing? Is there anything that Luka Defense? Doncic can't do... Yeah, yeah, I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, get to the final. Yeah, get to the final. Okay, but you need the vehicle to get to the final. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. This, hold on, up. Like this something up. The guy got two MVPs. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, it almost with his third MVP. And to, and to, and to, and to put the bow on his big, big gift he got. Yep. He's about to win a championship. Yeah. Well, yeah. How, do, how do you don't, how, do, how does that not like give you the edge of this is this is my time? Let's translate. I, I could get it though because shady. Let's move this it. In, crazy. Let's, let's pivot it into another lane. If you are in, in 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 combat for best running back in the league, okay. But the person you're in combat with is hurt. I could understand somebody saying, "Well, we ain't see him become the best running back so in the league because the other running if back." The, if the hurt. running back goes out and gets two rushing titles, all all pro first teams. Right, mm-hmm. MVP of the league. I'm tripping. MVP of the league twice, and then the next year go and get a championship. I can't even argue with you. What are we arguing about? Can we argue about anything? What can we argue about? I'm being serious. If I go out there and get two MVPs, right? Yeah. And then at the but, next, hold up. The next year I go get a championship mm-hmm. while being while being in the MVP conversation yo, again yo. that year. And and I'm the best player in the whole playoffs. What are we talking the, about? The only person who could has that resume in the last four years is Giannis. So Giannis would then be your all. He also the first round. Has one MVP. No, Giannis. No. Has two. Uh, I, well, I'm one championship. I'm sorry. Correct. So Jokic, if Jokic wins a championship, the only person who could be in that argument, I can't argue Giannis because he got hurt. So that is where you are. That's where you're planning. Okay, so no, 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 no. I'm just going hurt. Back he to... did play. Uh, can we stop that? He's hurt, but he did play. So I'm like, I'm... I can't argue Giannis because to me, crazy. getting hurt matters. Like Giannis is disqualified. Like I can't say Giannis is better than Jokic right now because being available counts. I'm also separating most successful from best. If we're talking best individual player, again, this is why we had the whole debate with Giannis and Joel Embiid right. and Nikola Jokic during the course of the season for, for 
MVP. Yeah. And why we questioned Jokic's MVPs prior to this. I feel like we are, look, he's validated that he can, he can get meaningful triple doubles, yes. right? Yes. Not just triple doubles, but meaningful triple doubles. And I look, I, I know that this is, this is 99% of the people out there agree with you guys in terms of, what are you talking about? Nikola Jokic <laughs> is on his way to winning a championship. He's been the best performer in the playoffs. He's a two-time MVP. How can you not say he's the best player on the planet? And I'm just saying that the other guys are not getting the opportunity to demonstrate at this time. So I don't want to be a prisoner miss, of the moment. They didn't moment. miss a plane. They didn't like forget no, but their they both shoes. Got, they both got hurt. And, they're, and they, I would argue that they, were, they are playing with lesser teams. So, who's so the fact that Jokic has advanced, do I give him all the credit? Wait, quick, quick question, and I'm, and I'm done with this topic. Who's playing better than Jokic? And, and right now? Play. Nobody. Oh, okay. He's the best player. He's the best is, player in the playoffs. Is your is because my answer I will say. Does Jokic my, have an all-star? Was he an all-star? Does Jokic have an all-star all-star who's a teammate? Oof. Oh, well, that's the voters. Oh, now uh, it's the voters. What do you mean? You, you think voter? Jamal Murray hasn't played like an all-star? <laughs> now? Why? Because he's playing alongside Jokic. Last question. I keep saying that. All right. In the last three years, all, hurt or not hurt, the last three years, who's been the best player in the NBA? Because I want to make sure I'm not tripping. What's that? Last in the years. last three years, who has been the best player in the NBA? It would be a combination. No, 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 let him yeah, go. I don't let think him. it's been one player. Who? I don't think it's been one player. Well, tell me something. Giannis is one of them. Joel Embiid was this past year. Bro. Kevin Durant has Bro. been. The best player in the last three years, though? Jokic. But you, you know what? That, I don't know that you would have said that correct. a year ago. Yo, but we're not talking about a year ago. We're talking about right now. Is no, it, no, no, no. Is, is our, let, me ask you, let me ask this, though. Is our answer predicated upon our belief that Jokic will go on to win a title? No, because I don't think they're going to win a championship. I don't think, what, no matter what, I can still say he's still the best player on the planet right now. See, if, if, the, if, the, if the Nuggets lose Shady okay, okay. to the eight-seeded Heat, mm-hmm. that would make my answer, that would shake the foundation okay. What if Jokic is excellent in every single game and all his teammates do, do some and weird that's stuff? A, that's a great point. If you are excellent, I think the mark of excellence is making everybody around you too excellent. Huh? So I think what makes Jokic the best player in the league for me is to your point of where there are other all-stars. There are none. What made Giannis the best player in the league for me was Drew Holiday was nobody as it pertains to all-stars before he showed up. Ooh, thank you. And when Drew and Giannis started winning, look it up. I'm not making this up. Look it up. So, so, so what makes a, a player the best in the world. Let me ask that question. Individual dominance and making everybody around him better. What LeBron James was doing. No, he does that better than anybody. So I'm saying, all I'm saying is, for me, he has to win the title. If he loses to an eight seed, then that would shake my Okay, you answer it. What makes makes a player the best in the world? Eight seed that beat the Bucks and Giannis, the Knicks, and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and the Celtics who were in the finals last year. I would add. You can call him an eight seed, but like. What? I, mean, I would, I would add. Right, you go. have to. Here we go. Say they are, it's, it's, you know what? It's, like a, it's a blessing that the Heat have been allowed to participate in this nice tournament. It was really cute. This Do we get like little ribbons joy. or something for joy. being allowed to go to Denver? It's joy. like a special invitation. Joy. Come on, Joy. I, just, I was you know with what, you. Miami, I was with you for three rounds. It's just great to be able to get out of the humidity. <laughs> joy. They just wanted to let us out of the humidity a little bit, you know, to see some mountains. The facetious Joy is not my favorite Joy. Before we leave, answer the question. What? What makes a player the best on the planet? What makes him that? Uh, if I he can impact the game at both ends of the floor better than anybody else. What? If that's his answer. 
I'm done with it. Okay. Cool. Are you cool? Because actually you're done with it? Cool. What is yours? So what is yours? Steph Curry ever, what is yours? Was Steph Curry ever what the best What is the yours? <laughs> what is yours? Was Steph, Steph Curry was never the What is yours? Was Steph, was, Steph was never the undisputed best player on the He was never. He never had a period where he was running, he was running things? Mm. He was never undisputed the best player on the Thank you. Coming up, the Cowboys have made some big off-season moves. Shady is right out of But about? is there still a gap between the Cowboys Yo. and the NFC champion Eagles from last year? That is next on Speed. We all got to go. We're going to talk about Let's get to my favorite topic of the day. My former team, LaShawn McCoy's favorite team, the Philadelphia Eagles. They dominated last year. They're on top of the mountain. But... The Cowboys are coming in hot. They got Brandon Cooks this offseason, and he praised his quarterback, Dak Prescott, saying, quote, his leadership skills are unbelievable and special. Dak Prescott being described as unbelievable. I like that Brandon Cooks. Well, he ain't playing for Jalen Hurts. Leadership. Um, Shady, let's talk about this. You are the all-time leading rusher for the Eagles. No better person to have this conversation than the person I am sitting next to. The Eagles were the cream of the crop last year. But is there a gap between the Cowboys, who are storming in this year, and the Eagles? I'm going to say yes. I think it's a gap. I think it's a a, a nice space there. I I do think that the Cowboys, they get a lot better. I I think they had to to compete with us. Um, You know, bringing in Brandon Cooks, like you said, a deep threat. Right, and then one of the, the top ten, top five cornerbacks, I think, in this league, yeah. Stephon Gilmore. Yes, sir. You know, let's talk to him early, earlier today. He's happy to be there. So they got a nice team, but <laughs> when you look at the matchups, they got to be the Eagles. Mm. We got a better quarterback. True. We got a better GM. True. And I'm gonna say this: we got a better head coach. Recently, yeah. I don't. You going back to all them years back then, 2010, 2011? That's old. Right now, we got a better coach. So yeah. I just think that when we, we look at our team, the, the way we're built. Right? We got that chemistry. We got that leadership. And I, I think it's a big margin. I mean, if they can go out there and get a quarterback that doesn't lead the league in picks, it might be closer. But until then, I don't know. I'll go with the Shady, can you do one Cowboys conversation without mentioning that Dak Prescott leads the league in picks? Well, I'm here to do my job. So him leading the league in, in picks and not playing all the games, that's, people want to know that. <laughs> America, <laughs> America, my job in America is to give you the stats, right? I think it's a close margin, but I gave you the reasons why. They got a quarterback. You know, that likes to throw the other team the ball. Can't win like that. Can't win with him. Shady, let me ask you this. Do you believe that Nick Sirianni is a better coach than McCarthy, given the fact that even in the last two years, I believe the Cowboys are 12-5, and 12-5, and five, making them 24-10. and 10. And if I can do this math off the top of my head, the last two years for the Eagles, 9-7, and seven, and I think 14-2, and two, yeah. making them 23-11, yeah. 23-9, something like that. Do you think that Nick Sirianni is a better coach? Do you, the Cowboys have a better coach? You know why? It's, it's because it's one thing to have a, a great quarterback and do well, right, early. But Jalen Hurst wasn't always a great quarterback. He was there when we had to learn, when he had that playoff game against Tampa where it got ugly. Got better, stuck with him, got better, got better. I love to see players and coaches mm. consistently getting better each year, mm. e- each year. I mean, so if you look at uh, Sirianni's track record, he's getting better and better and better. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, no, and no disrespect to Mike. I, I, course, I love, yeah, you know, I got a lot of love for him, but it is what it is. It is what it is. It I'm is sure. what it is, and that's what it is. Uh, Joy, is there a gap between the Cowboys and between the Eagles and the Cowboys? Yeah, there is a gap, and I don't even think it's coaching. I know Mike McCarthy gets a lot of, you know, he catches a lot, and we'll, we'll really find out this year because he's going to be calling plays. 
But he has won a Super Bowl, and nobody can take that away from him. You can give it all to Aaron Rodgers if you want to, but we know Aaron Rodgers isn't necessarily known for being the best leader. So he won a Super Bowl. He's a Super Bowl-winning coach. I I think they're, you know, they're they're comparable. Whatever, if you have a preference, that's fine. I think the gap is obviously quarterback, and and I think it's ownership. I think that the proof is in the pudding with the Cowboys. You can say all you want. They're the wealthiest. They're worth more than any sports franchise in the world. Any sport. That's something. That's big. But that's the business side. If you're talking about on the field, point. where is the evidence that I should take this seriously? What's changed? They always have talent. Mm. They always have a lot of excitement going into the season. Their, their defense was not good. Great last year. Great last year. And Shady, we talked a lot about this in the postseason, so I'm going to bring this up again because the pushback, well, Dak can do it, Dak can do it. What happened in that 49ers loss? You know what happened. Was that the defense's fault? Nope. Were they playing against a seventh-round, last-pick-in-the-draft rookie on the other side of the ball? Yes, they was. Yes, they 19 was. to 12. 12 points. They were within a score with three minutes and four seconds left. Dak got the ball twice, went three and out. Pick. Sorry. Then got the ball back with 45 se- seconds left and went 26 yards. Mm. That's what you get paid to do. That's when it matters. Oh, that's a, that's a cute stat, little graphic we have with the wins and the losses and stuff. That's cute. When it matters, can you beat the 49ers who are playing a seventh-round rookie quarterback? She preached Can you day. score 20 points? Mm. And they couldn't do it. And it wasn't because – did they have an all-pro uh, wide receiver, mm. Shady? Yes, they did. Did they have a pretty, pretty decent run game? Yes, they did. Offensive lines – yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, pretty good. Had it. Got Pro Bowl running back out there. Pro Bowl running back out there. Come on now. She told so, she preached so the day. To me, it's a, it's like there's a gap. There's a gap. Sure, like you know, they, it's, it's like close. It's not close because when it matters, the postseason, which I get told every single year, I'm supposed to consider them to be contenders. And if you look at them on paper, if you look at their defense, if you look at the talent, they are. So where is the gap? You tell me. It seems like it's right there. Mm. I mean, you made a good point because they did average thirty. The 49ers and the and the Cowboys shut that office down to what 12? What? 19 points. Mm. I mean, hey. We need to have Dak on the show so he can tap out. Because <laughs> <laughs> man. I mean, like, he's, he's an incredible leader. He's the face of the league. And I think it's very, very, very difficult to be the face of the biggest organization in all of sports on planet Earth. Yeah. I'm talking about what happens on the field. Yep. Here's what's fascinating, Slick. I was thinking about this before the show. Would you rather going into the season, the known commodity of Dak Prescott, we know exactly who he is, drafted in 2016, it's 2023, so he's got to be going into year seven or eight. Known commodity of Jack Prescott or the unknown commodity of Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, second team all pro last year, phenomenal season. The year before, clearly he wasn't as good. The year before, he was a rookie primarily in wildcat packages. Would you rather that known commodity of Dak, who's commanded two number one offenses in the last four years, Mm -hmm. or Jalen Hurts, who you know his highs, his ceiling is higher, but you don't know what his floor is, where do you stand? I would go with Jalen Hurts simply because... I know that his ceiling can be higher than what Dak Prescott, I believe, has demonstrated to me. I'm I'm not expecting Dak Prescott at this point to reinvent himself. And I will roll the dice on, I mean, what's at worst, Jalen Hurts will be Dak Prescott, right? There's no reason for me to believe that he's going to be worse than what? The guy who threw the most what? Yeah. Yeah, that's him. So 
that's why I would bet on on Hertz. And I do think, think that that's the separation. I think overall, the talent on the two rosters, particularly going based off of last year, is is really comparable. I wouldn't say that there's a wide margin there. But I'm going to push back on the idea that as of right now, that there's not a difference in the coaching. Because, and I know we don't like to talk about, you know, boring stuff like penalties and things like that. But I put that on coaching. And the Dallas Cowboys are one of the heaviest penalized teams in the NFL. And conversely, the Eagles are not. I give that on coaching. Uh, You know, looking at Nick Sirianno, I think he had a couple of clock management issues, decisions his first year. But not this past year. That's been a bugaboo for Mike Mike McCarthy this year. We had several incidents where it was mismanagement by the coaching. So... For me, that's the separation. I look at the talent and I go, these guys can go head to head. And especially with the point Shady made to me off camera, which is like when you're a divisional rival and you see each other all the time, yeah, it's always so. going to be close. Can, can I ask you guys a question as a group? If, if we had Dak Prescott right there, he's yeah. sitting right there, and we said, brother, why, why do you think or what position you feel like is the reason why you guys can't get over the hump? Hmm. What do you think he would say? He would give. Let me see. Let's see. If I can do this quarterback speak. <clears throat> well, uh, you know, I think we all need to be better at all of our positions. <laughs> we all work really hard in the off season, and uh-huh. you know, we didn't get it done last year. So, you know, I know all of us yeah. have been in the gym. We've but, been. We, but, we, I we, need to be better. Hold on, hold on, we need to be better. better. But, but that, but that, I, I heard. I get that. I heard. I heard. <laughs> but, but, but I'm saying, but just put your finger on one position. This one position. <laughs> oh, it can be the kicker. This one. Who you feel it is, brother? <laughs> Yeah, well, just just one. Well, brother, I think <laughs> I think I'm always gonna. It all it, it starts and stops with me. Thank you, you know, Dad. You know, and, Thank you, and, Dad. Um, you know, I think I, I, obviously I need to be better. I'm yes, you, yes, you do. I'm, I'm yes, you do. Team, it's yes, you do. Yes, you do. When we when we win, it's on me. When we lose, it's on me. And you know, I, I, obviously we all need to be better. We've been really we've been working really hard this off season. That's right. And, and, and we've been working with coach. We feel really good about the game plan that we have. We got a lot of talent in the room. Dad, and I hear you saying the right things. I see you're focused. Yeah. And I'm leaving you with one tip. Right, because I don't play quarterback. It's one tip. I play with some great ones. Okay. Right, and I'm gonna use one tip. You ready for this? Mm. When you out there in that field, son, you play hard with your teammates. You being a leader out there, throw the ball <laughs> to your team, not the opposing team. <laughs> Dave Hellman is furious. Oh my God! Right yeah, now. That's, that's a good tip. Right He's throwing things at the TV. Bro, that's not a good tip. That's phenomenal. For him, that'd be a great tip.